I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Braden Sprinter here for the High School Football Podcast, previewing the Coastal League. Uh, we're joined by Jason Patterson of Orange Glen, the head coach at Orange Glen, going into his sixth season um, coaching the Patriots up there in Escondido. So, uh, Coach Patterson, thanks for joining me today. How you doing? Uh, doing really well. Thank you for the invitation here. Absolutely, and uh, you guys uh, had a nice season last year. You made it all the way to the state championship game. Uh, you know, lost to San Francisco uh, Lincoln in the finals, but uh, a ten and five season for Orange Glen, uh, who, as of you know, a recent history, had not been uh, you know having that many great seasons. Uh, what was last season like for you, coaching your son Kale and, and having a great year and taking Orange Glen to a state championship game? Um, it's fantastic. Our record, we were actually 10 and four. Um, it was, it was an amazing season and, you know, having Kale on the team was great, but, um, it was so much more. We just had a great group of seniors. We had a great underclass, um, a lot of, a lot of juniors and sophomores starting for us. So as the season continued, we just kept getting better. The guys were gelling, they were playing hard. Um, it was a really great team environment and um you know as coaches we just talked like this is this is a really fun team to coach and we just um continue to get better and it was it was just fun to be a part of it and you got to try to build on that uh you know of course this year you got your starting quarterback coming back your running backs coming back top receiver top o-line uh, uh lineman top defenders coming back um got about nine guys coming back uh for your team this year uh what are you looking like What's your excitement level going into this season, knowing that uh, you got a lot of big key players coming back this year um, that were on the state championship, um, you know, run team last year? You know, we're we're very excited about that because um, last year everything was kind of new. We had struggled the season before that, and um, so the winning was something we were kind of taking in stride and just kind of getting better. But this whole off season. Um, we could refer back. We, we understood what winning is. We're trying to make it a culture around here. Um, we focus a lot on the habits that we're doing, you know, being on time, putting a lot of work in the weight room, um, leadership. So our expectations are kind of through the roof. Um, we talk about them all the time in the off season and currently the last two weeks, you know, once we've been started. So um, we have really high expectations. We kind of keep that in house, what we're, what we're going after, but, um, we've added some new schools on our schedule and we're just, um, we're really, really excited. Our depth is not great. So, um, we were, we were very blessed last year to not have a whole lot of injuries and we're hoping to do the same thing. And I, um, I just think we're, we're shooting for the moon. Why wouldn't we? Well, you're shooting for the moon. You're also shooting for uh, Hawaii. Your first game uh, open against the uh, Waimea out in Hawaii. How did how did that trip come about? What, what was the planning uh, that had to go involved for for taking your boys over to Hawaii? And um, you know, did you talk to a lot of other coaches that have, have been to Hawaii? It seems like a fun trip. I know you guys are probably excited for it. You know, we're really excited. Um, this will be my fifth time being part of a, a high school football team going to Hawaii. Um, my previous four times, I'd always been an assistant with Rob Gilster, and 
it was one of the, you know, great memories and um, it's a great time to come together as a coaching staff and kids. And so a lot of people said that we couldn't do it sometimes with our, um, our socioeconomic background. And I was talking to the kids, they said they wanted to make it a goal. And we kind of went out and wanted to prove a lot of people wrong that we could set any goal we want to and accomplish it. And um, that's what we took from the state championship game. And we'd honestly talked about that the year prior and when it became a reality, we started, our kids started thinking bigger, setting higher goals. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, when it's all said and done, which we're here in the last final days, we'll have raised, you know, close to $65,000. I don't think anybody thought that was possible. And that's why we did it. You know, we wanted our kids to really believe you got to think big to do great things. So, um, that was a big reason going into it. And now that we've, kind of done the fundraising side we're we're going to go enjoy it um we've been touching base with the hawaii staff over there really solid guys um we actually played this white made team when i was up in valley center i don't know you know 10 12 years ago or something so um it's it's we're very excited to kind of go up there and um represent san Diego county represent california and all that good stuff well you guys got uh Escondido coming up right after that. Of course, San Pasquale. You got to play the two, uh, you know, rivals in Escondido. You also got San Diego High. It's a pretty good non-conference schedule. Um, it, it's going to be tough for you guys uh, potentially because of um, you know the size San Pasquale has usually, and of course San Diego High. Uh, just like you guys, you know, making it all the way to a state championship game. Uh, what it, what went into uh, scheduling San Diego High, and and what does uh, your team have to do in order to uh, you know maybe be the top team in Escondido this year? You know, um, we kind of, you know, the old cliche, we take it game by game, but we were really excited to add the, um, the extra um, Escondido schools. It's um, a good rivalry. There's a lot of dislike between the schools, which I actually enjoy. Um, I think it's good for high school sports to have real rivalries as long as it's, you know, healthy and competitive. We bring really good crowds when we play, um, you know, the city games and, you know, we've also had a really good rivalry with Costco Academy, who's done great the last couple of years. So we're excited to add those. Um, we've had Sample Squall since I've been head coach, and now to get Escondido back on. Um, but we focus more on – there's a lot of outside talk that we don't get caught up in. We just want to play the game and um, play for the city championship. And at the end of the, you know, year, somebody's going to be the city champs, and we're working to hopefully make it us. Um the San Diego game kind of happened when we were at the state coaches meeting. I was talking um, to the San Diego Kate, uh, coach, and we have a lot of similarities. You know, five, six years ago, San Diego was struggling. Um, he has done a phenomenal job. I really, really respect what he's done down there. And I feel we're kind of, um, kind of following the same footsteps, just, you know, being successful, kind of we're hoping to, you know, be successful multiple years. And um, we were talking, and I, I think the last I heard, San Diego's eighth in the county, which is phenomenal. And we're just um, we're excited to play them. They're going to be extremely talented, and I think it's going to be a great measuring stick for us. So um, it's all I can. It's just exciting. I, I really um, am amazed at what he's done down there. It's been phenomenal, and we're hoping to just kind of continue our stuff and that's how it came to be 
Talking with uh, Coach uh, Jason Patterson of Orange Glen. Uh, Coach, the last thing I'm going to leave you with here on the podcast, of course, is I uh, love giving shout-outs to kids and uh, you know giving them an opportunity to uh, you know get their name out there. Who are some of the uh, impact players that uh, San Diego might know, not know about uh, that Orange Glen has that's going to be an impact uh, and the reason you guys are going to have a successful season? Yeah, a couple of guys that the names probably aren't very consistent. Uh, we had two transfers. They were with us as freshmen. They moved around. They're back. So uh, D.J. Harris and Devontae Wheeler, um, another um, top defensive lineman. He was a sophomore last year. Uh, Damian Ganey, really, really talented. Um, one of the best offensive linemen, I think. He was a sophomore last year, started every game. Rudy Bay, um, another team captain. We have Danny Luna. Another guy you've probably heard of, that, um, but he's not quite as much as uh, Dylan Ewing via Lobos. He's going to be a returning um, uh, second-team all-league safety. So we have a lot of really – we have a couple, you know, main guys, like you said, our returning running back, our linebacker, our quarterback that have gotten a lot of press. But we have a lot of guys who are very team-oriented. It's about um, what we can do as a team, not about individual efforts. So – we have a lot of guys, and you know, Kieran Villalobos, um, Mason Boulay, um, Jose Rivera, a lot of solid kids that we're really proud um, that they're part of our Orange Glen uh, program. We're excited to uh, be covering Orange Glen for the whole rest of the season. I'm sure we'll get you uh, on uh, our high school football show with Coach Contero on Thursday night. Of course, uh, anybody listening want to listen to that. It's uh, from 9 to 11 on 97.3 The Fan. Coach Patterson, thanks again for joining me today, and good luck this season. Thank you. appreciate everything you do for high school sports, and it is uh, really our pleasure that you're including Orange Glen. Thank you very much. Brain Sprinter back here, uh, high school football podcasting, breaking down each and every league here in San Diego high school football. We're now on to the Coastal League. Uh, we're starting off with the uh, uh, Coastal League with John Maffey uh, of the Union Tribune. John, again, thanks for joining us. Good, thank you. All right, let's get to it. Uh, let's go to the Coastal League, Bishops, Classical Academy, Tri-City Christian, Orange Glen, and Santa Fe Christian is in fact that league um what school jumps out to you the most uh, when breaking down this league well i yeah, honestly I, this is a pretty balanced league but the 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 one school that jumps out to me is orange glen yeah they're the they they won the d5 title last year they won the southern cal title uh and and they have a ton of kids back and i think i i think they have a chance to to win this league and and whoop the d4 and and do some damage they, they're a team that, that jumps out to me as well. Another team is Bishops. You know, they lost their quarterback uh, junior season last year, yes. like first play of the game. Uh, he, uh, he has a, a knee injury against Grossmont. He is back this year. He is a highly, highly recruited uh, quarterback. It's going to be a, a, someone to be you know, reckoned with for sure um, for the Bishops' night. So I, I'm curious to see his bounce-back season uh, for Bishops um, as they, uh, they get ready for the season. Those are the two teams that kind of uh, stick out to me the most, um, Orange Glen and Bishops. Let's get to it. Let's start with Bishops. We go in academic or academic. Alphabetically, uh, uh, alphabetical order. Um, this is a team that went five and five last year, but just by the fact of their quarterback coming back, I think it's good enough to make them an eight and two team. Yeah, I'm throwing them out there at eight and two, but 
You know, they beat Orange Glenn last year without their quarterback. Uh, they beat Modern Day. They beat Classical Academy. They had losses to Monta Vista, Vista, and Grossmont. Uh, Monta Vista, of course, is a big-time team with the running back they had last year, who's now at UCLA. But we go through the schedule. La Jolla at UC, Modern Day, uh, Rosamond uh, is a team out of town, Francis Parker at Orange Glen, La Jolla Country Day, Tri-City Christian at Classical Academy, and, of course, Santa Fe Christian kind of runs it up for Bishops. But um, this is a team I, I, I think they're going to I think they're getting a good quarterback play back, and um, uh, that, I think it's going to be them and Orange Glenn battling for a league title. I, I, I agree, and I, and I think uh, the quarterback, you know, uh, Tyler Buckner, is is already committed to Notre Dame, and and he, you know, he, he barely threw a pass last year, barely took the field because of the injury, but uh, he he's a big time guy, and you know, if you can put some guys around him, keep him on his feet. And 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 get it, you know, get him the way he can get the ball out to people. They're they're going to be good at, uh, and it, you know, he's kind of like a magnet. When you have somebody that good, you're gonna you're gonna get receivers. You're gonna get back. So I I think they're going to be fun to watch. Bishops is definitely going to be fun to watch. Moving on, Classical Academy. Uh, they've had some pretty good seasons of late. Uh, kind of fairly new, newer school. Uh, seven and five last year. They did not report their JV record or how many starters they have back. Uh, returning uh, or starting rating according to Cal Preps is a negative nineteen point four. They won. Uh, uh, notable wins last year, La Jolla Country Day, uh, Montgomery, and uh, Maranatha Christian. They did lose to Orange Glen Bishops and Santa Fe Christian. I um, was talking with uh, Jason Patterson uh, moments ago, and, and he was bringing up the fact that he's got a nice little rivalry uh, brewing with Classical Academy. So it's a team that's um, you know going to be able to compete in their league for sure. Um, they open up at Mar Vista. That's a winnable game easily for Classical Academy. Then at Coronado, uh, I think is another easy, uh, very uh, winnable game. At O'Farrell Charter, a team that has not won a game yep. yet uh, in their existence and only one season. Uh, and then they got uh, Escondido Charter late in the year um, to round up their non-league schedule. Uh, I think Classical Academy will have a pretty good season. I think they go 6-4, and um, kind of around the same record they had last year, and we'll see what they do potentially in the playoffs. It, that, that's got an interesting team. The, the rivalry with the Orange Glen uh, stems from uh, Cale Patterson, the Orange Glen running back, started his, his uh, high school career at Classical and then transferred over to play for his dad. And Classical now has, has a new coach, John Goodman. The old coach is now at Escondido Charter. So I'm, I'm, I don't really know what they have. They're kind of, with a new coaching staff, because uh, it, it, I have all the respect in the world for John Goodman as a coach. And so I'm not, you know, th- that's a, kind of a little bit of a mystery team for me right now in Classical. I, I get Classical Academy winning their first uh, five games and then losing four straight. And then beating Escondido Charter at the end of the year, um, so it's kind of be a lot of ups and downs with the uh, with the uh, class with the Caymans uh, this year. But um, you know, I think they can go six and four. Uh, I have them currently finishing, uh, unfortunately, last in their league. I, I mean. This is a pretty balanced league, like you're yes. saying, uh, and very uh, competitive league. Uh, for a small school league, they can hang with the you know a lot of big schools as well. Um, so classical academy, I own them four, but I do have them going undefeated in non-league play. Tri City Christian, the other team, a little bit of a flip flop for leagues this year. They're now in this yes. league, uh, in the Coastal League, and. Um, La Jolla Country Day uh, is now in the Pacific League as they switched it around right. a little bit. Tri-City Christian, uh, 16 of their 22 guys are coming back, according to Cal Preps. I don't know if that was before or after some of the transfers they did lose. Uh, they did lose their quarterback, right. if right. I'm right, uh, yeah. now at El Camino. El Camino. Um, they come in 9-3 from last year. JV team went 1-4-1. 
not really too promising. But again, we talked about this with Valley Center, small school. You can't really weigh too much into the JV team uh, per se. Um, they come into the negative 18.1 rating, returning starters, like I said, 16 out of 22. Uh, I don't care who you lose. If you come back with 16 guys um, out of your starting group and you went 9-3 and three last year, you should be poised for a pretty good season. You do, and they have they have a new coach and uh, a very experienced new coach. And I, I, I you know, obviously, like you said, 16, 16 guys back and – uh, unfortunately, losing the quarterback is uh, Keon Reed is uh, is a really was a really nice player and a young player. He was a so, big factor for the, a lot of their wins last yes, year. Yes, yes. So that's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see how they replace him. Uh, they open up with Calipatria on the road. They also have O'Farrell Charters, so there's got to be two wins out of the gate. They got to buy. Then they play uh, La Jolla Country Day, Saddleback Valley, Escondido Charter. Um, they're at Classical Academy. Um, I'm kind of I got them winning all those games. I got them ripping through that. Again, my picks, especially with the teams that are out of Lee are out of San Diego, highly had to do with what their Cal Preps rating was compared to what the San Diego team yes. was. So that's why I have Tri City Christian beating Saddleback Valley again. Everything changes when injuries happen and the season starts going through. Um, and then you got Santa Fe Christian. I don't think they win that game. I don't think they beat Bishops. I don't think they beat Orange Glen. I honestly think they go one and three in league, but I still think they go seven and three um, for the season. Yeah, and I and I I, I don't do, I don't know if I see seven and three, but I I maybe a six and four ish kind of thing. Uh, with like you said, if they stay injury free, they've got a chance to to do a little better. A lot of guys coming back, but replacing a quarterback uh, is always tough to do. Moving on to Orange Glen, just talked to uh, Jason Patterson not too long ago uh, on this podcast. Uh, he's excited for the season. They got a lot of guys coming back. They got a lot of young guys um, that were starting to play in some um, pretty important roles late in the season. Uh, they have a fun game. They get to start of week one. They're traveling out to Hawaii. Yes. Uh, all those years, Patterson was coaching with Gilster. They used to do those Hawaii trips. Yeah. Uh, it was a big factor of why he wanted to do the Hawaii trip. Um, and, and kind of the challenge of, you know, based on their uh, Echo or uh, Eco, uh, whatever, they're uh, near. Um, you know economics of you know the the families they have there and the type of kids they have. He wanted to see it as a challenge that look we can do this and if we can do this what else can we do? And they did it with state last year when they had to travel for state. They raised money. He um, you know he went out there and was raising money. He had all his kids out there. They really you know set it as a goal to we we're going to do this Hawaii trip. Let's go make it happen. And they made it happen. Yes, and, and I I I think uh, Jason Patterson is just a, an aces kind of guy. You know, he's he's a bundle of energy, and 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 the team takes. And I agree. I, I think any any team takes its cue from from the head coach. And he's got a he's a bundle of energy, so that his team plays with energy. And you know they fundraised, and when they when they went up to San Francisco for their state playoff game, they they had they fed the team breakfast before they left because they they couldn't afford to stop. Right. So they fed them breakfast when they left, and and the mothers of all the player mothers and dads uh, all chipped in, made sandwiches, and got them drinks, so that they you know and they I don't know where they stopped somewhere probably at a park or somewhere stopped halfway up and fed them, so they they were able to afford the trip, and you know that shows you that the Orange Glen community is coming back, and it's coming back because of Jason Patterson. Yeah, what a great turnaround for Jason Patterson over at Orange Glen. Um, they opened up with Waimea. Uh, Valley Center went out there last year and kind of hammered Waimea. Um, they're not one of the uh, premier programs in Hawaii. Hawaii's got some good programs, but Waimea is not one of them um, in terms of you know competition with what we see here in San Diego. Uh, at Escondido, I think they win that game. I, that, that's going to be a tough one. We, we were talking about a um, little bit of a tease for the uh, – um, 
the league preview we're going to do later on, the Valley League preview that we'll send out for you. Um, but Escondido is going to be pretty good. It's going to be a tough game for him. They also got San Diego High, I think, is a very fun matchup yes. for them. Um, uh, Coach Patterson was talking with uh, Charles, Charles James of San Diego High at a state uh, football playoff meeting. And like, hey, why don't we just play each other? And so they ended up working it out. Kind of very similar teams in that sense. Uh, San Pasqual, Army, Navy, Bishops, Classical Academy, and, of course, uh, you know the rest of their league there. Uh, I got them going 9-1. and one. It's just solely on – I. It's kind of like I, I see them going one and one against San Diego High and San Pasqual. Is that fair to say, or do you think Escondido might be might be a factor in potentially? I think Escondido is going to be a factor. I think that's going to, and that's a game that's coming back because Orange Glen was down for a long time, and they and they dropped that rivalry, and uh, and now it, and now it's back, and 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 both schools are pretty fired up. I mean that's a that's a rivalry back when they started playing that was you know they were drawing 10 12,000 people for that game. Yeah. You better you better be there you know before the JV game kicked off or you didn't get you didn't get a seat. And it's at Escondido which is a big it's a big, big stadium you know, and over they, there. You know, the Escondido if, yeah, I I think it's the best stadium in the in the county. They, uh, they, they hosted the CIF championship my senior year. The one year they hosted the CIF championship yes. when they moved out of Qualcomm. Um I, Orange Glen I they I I still think they can go nine. I think their ceiling's nine and one. How about that? I, 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 I think so. Yeah. If, if they if they stay healthy and you know you've got a twenty four hundred yard back coming back and a quarterback's your quarterback's back and their line, their top fit, offensive linemen's yeah, back, their yeah. top defenders back, back, their top receiver, all their top guys are back. They go two fifty five, two eighty five, two forty five, two fifty, two eighty five across their front. And these are these guys are players. They're not just they're not just big old dudes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, they're going to have a really good season. Uh, who wins? I, I know we, we kind of talked. I don't want to tease it too much for the uh, the podcast we're going to release later um, with the uh, Valley League preview. Uh, who's winning the um, the Escondido rivalry between all three teams? Because I, yeah. I don't San Pasqual and Escondido they play each other in league. Right. Yes. And then so they're no. all play. All three of them are all playing each other. So they'll right. all have, yeah, it'll yeah, be like yeah, the Army Navy. That, it'll be the Army Navy Air Force. For, type right. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. This is the year that everybody plays. I think. I think Escondido wins it. Uh, You're I think, so high on Escondido. I, I th- th- that's market in stone right now. Yeah. John Maffey is super high on Escondido. I don't. Ho- I hope I don't get a big, ha- you know, big hat pin right in the rear end on this. <laughs> one. But uh, Escond- if Escondido starts off poorly, it's your fault. It's They're my fault because I hyped you. them. Yeah. They'd be like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Get these guys off my back!" Now and everybody's got. Now we got a target on our back that we didn't. I'm going to see them week one. I, I have. Uh, I have their game. Uh, uh, Hilltop is at Escondido week one. And, and and I I really like Drew Westling. I like what he does at Hilltop, and and and, and I want to see Escondido early. So you so you got Escondido to go two and zero. Um, who do you got? Sampa Squall going um, one and one, and Orange Glen going on two, and or vice versa. I have Orange Glen going going one and one. I they think beat I, Sampa Squall. I think this is this is another good good year for Orange Glen, and I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Escondido, but I think. The game's going to mean more for Orange Glen, and they might be as, much, too nervous, as experienced as they are. And it's early in the year, too. Yeah. Is They're it, coming off the uh, Hawaii trip the week before. Um, you never have to worry about uh, you know flights when it comes to high school teams, but who yeah. knows? You're playing in Hawaii for a week. I mean, I'm assuming they're going to go right. out there for a week. I mean, they wouldn't go out there for a day. It's like yeah, no, like yeah. a college trip. They're yeah. going to be out there for the whole week. Um, so we'll see if uh, – you know, hanging out and uh, hanging out at Waikiki yeah. and hanging out on the <laughs> yeah. beach uh, kind of plays into a factor for um, for Orange Glen. But that's Orange Glen. Uh, we're both in agreement they're going to have a really good season. Yes. Uh, they're a really good football team, um, and it's fun to say that now. 
Uh, Orange Glenn back for so many years. Orange Glenn was just kind of like a free win for everybody on their schedule. Oh, now, absolutely. Now Orange Glenn's playing teams that are free wins on their schedule. Uh, it's fun to see. Santa Fe Christians, the last team we're going to break down here in the uh, Coastal League preview. Uh, Braden Sprint alongside John Maffey. Uh, this is a team eight and four last year. Pretty good. They got to we got to replace some. Some big guys, uh, Drake on the uh, on the on the line is going to be a tough guy to uh, to fill in for. But this team, negative two point three rating coming in. Uh, you hear the negative, but that's actually kind of the best. That is the best rating for any team in this league coming into the season, yeah. according to Cal Preps. They beat Monta Vista last year. They beat Olympian in La Jolla. Lost to Central Christian and Saints. Um, their schedule, they get to play at St. Margaret's team that we talked about with Vista yep. playing. They play Christian to open the year, who's going to be tough. That's always a tough game um, for anybody. Francis Parker, La Jolla, Mount Miguel. Uh, that's an intriguing game to me, the Mount Miguel one. Uh, they play La Jolla Country Day, and then, of course, they get into league play. I have Santa Fe Christian going 7-3 and three this year. I think they're going to be pretty good. I know they got to replace some big guys, but uh, that's another program that just kind of uh, plugs and chugs and just keeps – keeps replacing guys with with more talent uh, down below yeah I and I agree and, and I again I had I had a nice talk with uh, John Wallace spent, spent about an hour with him out on, out on campus and you know the key with them is is a quarterback Kean Hogan is going to be the quarterback this year a very good athlete a good baseball player uh, has not played quarterback very he he threw 13 passes last year but uh, he was mostly a receiver running back if Keon can can quarterback that team, they they have a chance to to be really good because they've got uh, Stephen Britton, their fullback is is a really top flight player, and they've got two two really good offensive linemen, Sam Seymour and and Eli Armendariz are are two really good offensive linemen, and again they have a stud kicker. They they uh, you know Santa Fe Christian has earned a reputation of having great kickers, and they've got another one in Ian Austin. So I think they're poised for a pretty good year. Santa Fe Christian to me, I think they go three and one in league play. Um, I think they go seven and three overall. Uh, as we break down and, and kind of wrap wrap this one up and put a bow on it, uh, Coastal League. I got Orange Glen finishing in first at four zero. You're in, in yes. agreement with that yes. one. Uh, second place for me is Santa Fe Christian. I think they edge out Bishops. I think they go three and one. Yes, You're agreeing. Uh, Bishops at the three spot, two and two. Yes, still good. And then uh, Tri City Christian, I got going one and three, finishing fourth. Classical Academy zero and four in yeah. league play, uh, finishing in fifth. But I think every every one of these teams I have with a winning record because they are better than the teams they're playing. All of them in non league. Yes, and I, and I and 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 again, when you get down to the you know to the coastal league and the Pacific, the smaller leagues, injuries are so key because. You know, if you lose one guy, you lose two guys because they're going both ways, and maybe three guys because he's playing special teams. If you lose a guy at Torrey Pines, you can replace him. It's fine. You don't need a high. You lose a guy at a school like Bishops. Think about it. I mean, it's a their quarterback last year, one of the better quarterbacks in San Diego, and there's reasons why teams like Notre Dame are looking at him. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a not that great of a comparison I'm giving you right now. But think about how much different that team went from being. A team that you wouldn't want to play if you're any big school to a team like all of a sudden they're just way work. Cathedral loses a guy on their offensive line, they're just gonna plug it with yeah, another guy right. and they they keep the ship moving. You lose a guy at Tri City Christian, all of a sudden you just lost it. Now you got guys playing spots they shouldn't be playing. You don't have the much depth. Uh, you, maybe you're grabbing a guy from JV who, if he was really that great, right. he probably He'd wouldn't be on, be on JV. Yeah. He wouldn't be on JV to begin with, especially with these schools with depth. 
depth is a huge factor in high school football as well as linemen. And uh, when you don't have it, as soon as you get a guy down, your season's almost over. Oh, yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Health, health at, at most schools is really important, but the bigger schools can, you know, they can, can absorb it. They can they can absorb it a little bit, but the smaller sc- – John Carroll at Oceanside used to tell me, you know, he, he goes, we have 34 guys on the team, but we only have like 15 players. Right. And, uh, you know, so guys are going both ways. And, uh, you know, the other guys suit up and, you know, so we can practice. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like you get teams like Helix and Cathedral that have, you know, 60 kids and like – 40 of them are players, and yeah. the other 20 are kind of the fill-in guys, but it's like I can just keep plugging, and I got depth. I can, I can only have guys go one way. I don't have to have guys go two ways. The teams that can successfully have only one-way players wear teams out yes. like that in yeah. high school, and that seems to be a, a huge factor. But we, we, I digress. That is the uh, Coastal League preview for you. Like we said, Orange Glen, Santa Fe Christian, Bishops, Tri-City Classical. That's how we think it's going to finish. Uh, we also have another podcast out right now. It is the Pacific League. We uh, talk with Coach Tyler Hales we, from La Jolla Country Day. We talk with ne- Nehemiah Brunson of Army-Navy. And, of course, uh, me and John Maffey will break down uh, the rest of of the Pacific League uh, coming up in a, a matter of a couple days we will slowly start releasing more podcasts we're going to go two a day starting on the 14th of August which is today going all the way through um, to the 22nd of August the first week of the season of course we have our high school football show we're going to do every Thursday night from 9 to 11 Coach John Cantera myself John Maffey will be joining us the first week of the season getting ready for uh, for scrimmages we'll be breaking down scrimmages we'll be getting ready for the season as well and then of course starting next Friday on the 23rd, we'll have our first game of the season on 97.3 The Fan on the Radio.com app. It'll be a stream-only game until the Padres are done. But uh, Poway and Granite Hills will be our first game. It's going to be a fun season. We'll have all your coverage right here on 97.3 The Fan at 97.3 The Fan SD.com at 97.3 The Fan on Twitter and all social medias. For John Maffey, I'm Brayden Supreme. Be sure to check out all the other podcasts, and we'll see you uh, uh, as the weeks progress. We get right, can't wait for high school football right here on 97.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.